When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento. Kia, official partner of the FIFA Women's World Cup 2023. Toolmart, the complete tool centre, serving WA for over 40 years. This is Sports Day. Don't change me Don't change me Yes, welcome back to Sports Day WA, the Tuesday edition with Peter Vlahos. So great to have your company. I tell you, one of the uh, the best programs in current and public affairs happens on a Monday night, and they've brokered so many stories over the year, or over the years, in fact, because it's been going for many, many years, and certainly highlighted opinions in the community as four corners on the ABC. And last night... Western Bulldogs great Bob Murphy, who's now, of course, involved at the Fremantle Football Club, uh, spoke after a teammate of his in Jason Akamanis came out in 2010. Of course, Akamanis, the Brownlow medalist, he was booted from the club. His career ended in 2010, shortly after he wrote a newspaper column about homosexuality in sports that had the headline, Stay in the Closet. Now, the controversial period was featured in last night's Four Corners episode on the ABC, which delved into why no AFL player has ever come out as gay in the history of the league. Now, Bob Murphy, who was a teammate when Akamanis left the Brisbane club and went into the Western Bulldogs, was a teammate of his. And Murphy spoke last night just how disgusted he was when that came to pay. I would think that a player to stand up in front of his teammates and say, I'm, I'm gay and I'm one of you and I want you to accept me, that that would be like a superpower for your football team and your football club. And please, I want a gay footballer in my football club so we can get up and wrap our arms around him and say, you're one of us, we love you, you're brave, you're braver than anyone in this league, so that makes us braver than everyone else. And that that will help us win. And then we might get change. Interesting, that's Bob Murphy on Four Corners last night. And it is intriguing, isn't it? Whether, firstly, there is any gay AFL footballers. That's one. And that's why nobody has come out. Secondly, if there is, why haven't individuals come out and basically, as I said, every other f- sport that I know has been openly accepting that is the sport itself and the general community about homosexuality. And here in the AFL, it's uh, in some ways considered a bit taboo. Why? Why? And uh, that was an interesting story last night. And as we know, the Bulldogs terminated Akamanis' contract two months after that newspaper column because there was so much heat uh, and it was a feature on the program last night. But uh, that was the comments there of Bob Murphy. 
Uh, give us your thoughts too if you saw it last night. Zero four eight seven seven three six seven three six. Tim Watson uh, has come out on SEN in Melbourne uh, and has really put the blowtorch on his former club, the club that he made a real name for himself in the old VFL slash AFL arena. And he says Essendon last weekend against the Giants were as bad as West Coast's worst. They've been ordinary for probably a month now, um, but that was their worst performance by a long, long way, considering that they were playing for a spot in the finals at the weekend, not to even turn up and give a yelp. I said to you yesterday, it was almost like they'd been asked to play a style of football. You know how sometimes teams change the way they play for the opposition? Like they say, okay, well, this team, whatever it might be, you know, they want to play really fast, so we're going to play really, 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 really slow. We're going to deny them the ball. So then you're actually asking them to do something that maybe they haven't been doing all year and you're changing everything. So rather than even thinking about going and winning the ball and doing all the things that are just the ABCs of the game, they don't do because they're thinking about this other thing. That's what it looked like, but mm. it wasn't the case at all. They, they, they were just listless. I think I've looked at, you know, I've watched the West Coast Eagles' worst games of this season where they've been absolutely spanked. Mm -hmm. Essendon were every bit as bad as the worst games that the West Coast Eagles put up during the season. Every bit as bad. Wow. So you would hope that there's some sort of a response this weekend. That's Bombers great. One of their greats, uh, Tim Watson, talking about his club, his former club uh, in Essendon. They were as bad last week as maybe the Eagles' worst. It's a big uh, comment. As we continue the sports news update for Polaris, Australia's number one selling side-by-side brand. Mitch Marsh today was offered to the media in Sydney. Uh, They're due to leave to South Africa in uh, a little while. Uh, He was named Australian T20 captain, and this is what he had to say. I think we won't try and reinvent the wheel at all. I think the most important thing I've learned about leadership is just staying true to yourself. And, um, you know, Paddy and, and Andrew McDonald have created an incredible environment around our group right now. And um, hopefully I can just continue that T20 format and um, you know, create an environment where guys come in and just enjoy playing cricket for Australia. Do you feel like you've got all of this really public right behind you now that you've started <laughs> captain? Uh, hopefully, yeah, it'd be nice. It'd be tough, tough job with, uh, without that. But, um, I've certainly felt a lot of love over the last few months. and um, I just loved how invested all of our fans were in the ashes, people losing sleep. I'm not sure there was much work being done around Australia at that time, but um, we've certainly felt all the love. Yeah, good uh, luck to him, of course. Uh, the first of those uh, t- T20 matches, there's three. The first one will be next Thursday. It's Thursday week uh, when they take on South Africa and it gets underway at uh, midday our time. Uh, in fact, it may be midnight our time uh, with the time difference because there'll be night matches there in South Africa. That's Mitch Marsh. And today, congratulations to Matty Johnson. Uh, he was unveiled as the Round 23 AFL Rising Star. Congratulations to him. He was named uh, late yesterday and we announced it here on Sports Day WA. And today he fronted the media and this is what he said. Uh, firstly, playing alongside... The big names in the Fremantle Footy Club. Obviously, pretty excited about um, getting rewarded for the effort of the of the season. And um, yeah, when JL called me yesterday, it was it was good to hear. It's a good thing that we've got a competitive 
spot like competitive for spots in our team like everyone pushes each other to be better every week on the training track and um, yeah I think in particular like the midfield group is really strong and got a lot of young talent coming through so yeah it's, it's, a, it's a good thing. I sort of try not to get too overwhelmed when you're sort of playing alongside the big names but yeah sometimes there's a few moments where you just pinch yourself and think this is what I really do now and yeah I guess I like, I like challenging myself and playing against the big names is all part of the fun. Mm. And finally, uh, Collingwood supporters, your star and Brownlow medal hope Nick Dacos. He's off crutches and ahead of schedule in his recovery from a knee injury with his return for the AFL finals increasingly likely, which is terrific. As we know, at one stage, an odds-on Brownlow favourite before he injured his knee in the round 21 loss to Hawthorne uh, and he was staring at a recovery period of up to six weeks. He's missed the past two games and wasn't expected back until preliminary final weekend if the ladder-leading Magpies made it that far. But in positive news, it appears that the 20-year-old has progressed better than expected, and while there's no timeline locked in for his return, it could be sooner than expected. We're back with Darren Harris after the break.